You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Hey there. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast at these things. So at 4C Podcast at gmail.com. Please write us. We love to answer emails. Our guest today, originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, he is now a fun-loving New York City stand-up comedian. He recently made his fourth appearance on The Late Show with Conan O'Brien. Sixth appearance on The Late Show with Conan O'Brien. He has a Comedy Central half-hour special, a Comedy Comedy Central one-hour special called Don't Be Yourself. He has been on both The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And he's appeared on the Amy Schumer Show. He won the Great American Comedy Festival. He won the Caroline's March Madness competition. He tours all over the U.S. doing clubs and colleges. And he's the other half of the hit Tuesdays with Stories podcast with Joe List. We got comedy gold right here, Neil. This is he's amazing. already a legend. Mark Norman. Woo! Wow. You when like you, that? Let's when you, you list all that, it makes me forget my parents don't care. <laughs> I see, well, let's start with this. Yeah. Boom. We're off and running. All right. All right. What... The first corner is Mark, obviously, and what your parents is that serious? Your parents do not care. Well, you know, I'll be like, "Hey, I'm doing Conan." They're like, "Who? What?" <laughs> and then I'm, then I'm, you know, he's a late night guy. And they go, "What about Letterman?" Well, he's off the air. He's off the air. So now we're talking about that, and we're already forgotten about Conan. <laughs> what's it gonna take? What's it gonna take? No, I have no idea. Yeah, what's it gonna take? Because my first notice, who? Nobody. Nobody has better credits than you. I think it's going to... I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Nobody has stand-up credit. Name anybody on that list of strips. Stand-up comedy I would have quit if I had those credit- credits. Specials, I would have said, that's good enough for me. All those shows? Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm still struggling. I'm still trying to pay the rent. I'm still on the road. I, what if you I'm bring like a, What if you bring like a George Clooney to your house and then your parents are like, that's <laughs> that's pretty good? Well, they'd be impressed by him. <laughs> that would be about me. Why oh, are you hanging out with him? I really enjoyed your movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I used to say Madonna could. My father was not from this country, and I could say I would just say in the '80s, whatever. Madonna could walk in my house and be like, "Who's this woman?" Right? Like he didn't have clueless on yeah. pop culture. <laughs> it was, you know, don't you know Dom DeLuise? You know, like <laughs> right. somebody. That maybe so, oh, I don't know. I, I bought my apartment. That was when they kind of perked up. Oh, uh, that oh, got them. Like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Like, well, oh, they know you're working on the road. They know they, you know, no. Yeah, just you know, hey. That's it's all amazing. preaching of the... Uh, well, I was saying in 1975, you're probably a millionaire at this point, easily. You think? I think, because, you know, in the, if you did all those shows in, like, 97... Like, oh, it's my, you'd be Jay Leno or Seinfeld. Right. Because they'd be like, oh, that guy's on again. Right. Because it was very limited. Like, even my friends in the 80s, when I was in college, we would go, oh, Seinfeld's going to be on tonight. We got to go run back and watch this. Is that right? Yeah. Because, so oh, cool. that guy's going to be on again. Like, right. we didn't know it was Seinfeld. It was going to be that guy's going to be on. Yeah, yeah. I just watch the Gary Shandling special. And, oh, uh, so good. That was good. Yeah, was good. Unbelievable. But he, he, you just get one that one spot, and yep. then the rest kind of takes care yep. of itself. Game changer. Yeah, and then you start. That's be, what it you're was. on TV like the next. Yeah, well, not only on TV, but you're on like a huge tour. Like they were telling me, uh, I think I heard the story. I don't know if it's true out there. You can write in Paul Rodriguez. Remember, he his first 15 minutes was like 
amazing. 15. Whatever it was, you know, like whatever. He, he got the set together. He gets on The Tonight Show, but he doesn't have an hour or whatever. He doesn't right. have 45. And so they're, they're like, they want him in Vegas. They want him on tour. They want him in there. And they're going to pay him a lot of money. And he keeps going, nah, I'm a little busy because he knows he can't. <laughs> Interesting. He can't do it. So he had to like really work on his act because he only he knew he only didn't have the time. He only had this Jesus. small. But that's the, I don't know if that's a, I'd be, you got to go at that yeah, point. Yeah, you got to The guy yes. or the other 40. Crowd work, baby. <laughs> yeah, we met. So you and I met running. I would run into you in these B rooms. And I tell Neil, there's always one guy every couple of years you go. You know, this guy's going to make it. And you're one of those guys. Jeez, wow. You know I'm honored. I, I, the I guy, wish I the had guy. my inner monologue. <laughs> no, but I mean, I said that. I mean, I worked with Joe List up in, um, like, uh, where was it? City Steam Hartford. Mm-hmm. And I left there going, who's that guy? You know, uh, you go, who's yeah, that guy? Right. And I mean, I've worked with a million people. You go, yeah, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you of too, course. of course. But every once in a while, you'll see a guy that you'll go, yeah, that guy's going to make that guy will be, well, he'll be all right. Means a lot to me. I appreciate oh, it. You're like Please. a like a Bernie Brillstein. Like you can just identify talent. No. Now, I, did you go up and tell I him at the time? Comic. Like, like I can identify comic. I didn't say he was going to be famous. I just said he'll he'll be able to do this. But if you he have the quit. skill, maybe we should just start going around to all the rooms and you can just be like, no, 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 yes. No, but it takes time. And I caught, no, you know what it is too? <laughs> and can you, what about me? Did you say that about me? Uh, I, thought, I actually I thought you were going to be so. more successful. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be more successful. No. Oh, that's why you hang out with me? You're like, fuck it, I don't want to be friends with him no, anymore. No, 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 oh, no, 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 shit, that's so depressing. I thought you and Beth, oh, he did a show with his... Don't even talk other. about it. Let's talk about it. they've you. had heartaches in the business. You know, like everybody else. Sure. And they got heartaches? Well, you got a Just hot sadness. for about... <laughs> <laughs> he got they got hot for a minute and a half, oh so. boy yeah we were really hot let me tell you wait let's go to uh you no, w- go, well i don't want to go to uh, his uh where he's from yet because no i don't want to go to his friend i was gonna ask him how he does conan six times yeah go please. uh i i had a i did it for, for the first time uh february 20th 2013 and it went really well like i i just it was like that magic set like this is my first debut late night and it just clicked applause breaks you know everything hit and after that, the booker was like, who the hell is this kid? Like, we got to have you back. And I've done it every year since then. And oh, that wow. was it. Wow. So once a year. Well, did I, um, have you ever worked with him outside of Conan? Was one of my questions. Like, he sometimes he goes on tour. When he, Nothing. He doesn't remember. I've done it six times. He still has no idea who I am. Are you serious? It's a bummer because be, I'm a huge fan. I watched him in college, you know, and now I shake his hand. He's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Thanks for doing the show. And I'm like, it's going to be Thanks back. Thanks for doing the show. I'm like trying to give him hints like, hey, it's going to be back. Woo, big six, baby. Do we get a jacket? He's like, what are you, cold? And I'm like, damn it. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's I'm nice. shocked because no, he, he has to know you. Maybe well, he's just it, so busy or I something. I think it's all he... a blur. You do one a show a day. You know, you see Snooky, you see Clooney, yeah. you see Hugh Grant, you see <laughs> no. Mr. T. You know, I, he doesn't remember a no-name comedian. Are you comedian? sure that's not in your head? Because even Letterman remembered me. You know, really? Like, yeah. He would like, wow. they, the staff, of course, did. You know, mm-hmm. they were like, Oh, we like having this guy. Well, like Rachel just did it, Rachel Feinstein, and she had a picture with Conan in the green room. And I'm like, I've never gotten a picture with Conan. <laughs> I had to do a selfie when he shook my hand on stage. That's the only pic I have with him once. What? <laughs> How are you that invisible? I, I know, I, invisible. I, that's what I was saying. I was gonna. I'm. I'm thinking now, about the say, sixth one. They did, always say it's on the eighth one that this. this the eighth one. Well, I gotta not die or not sexually harass. <laughs> I was saying how oh, like they want. Shit. I was thinking they at this point they must want you to be on staff. Like right, did it, nobody's ever even asked you to write for Nothing, him. Nothing, never. I don't know. I feel like a, maybe it's a straight white thing. I don't know. I trust me. I was, uh, stayed up late at night staring at the ceiling, going, "Why not?" <laughs> that would send me to therapy no, if you I did the guy's show six times. He knows you, but he just kind of probably busy or something. Nah, no, what? 
Yes, he does. He's got to know. He knows they wouldn't because he's part of the booking. He wouldn't book you. He knows who you are and likes you, and he's booked you six times. He's part of that. You sound like my therapist. Cause <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. I'm like, just trying to. The booker likes you. I'm like, I don't think he likes me. He just likes my act. No, he likes you. Why yeah, can't you yeah. accept that? I'm like, because I'm a special. piece of garbage. Yeah. In, in, God damn it. You are special. <laughs> in all fairness, Neil has done all 38 Tony Robbins hours. So. <laughs> Do you, we have a coal set up in the back room if you want to walk across walk it with us. <laughs> we just had a friend of ours go do this, and Neil's all for it. And I'm like shaking my head. Like, I would go. It's just too expensive. It's like a four day thing. It's like, you know, two grand. Two grand. Wow. Wow. Yeah, for four days. And if it doesn't, yeah. I built up an immunity to all motivational stuff. So and I'm sure she's cured anymore. now. So uh. no, it does shoot you off for like a couple weeks, you know. Did it, you watch the documentary? Uh, of, of Tony, Tony, yeah, Tony, I did. It's pretty Netflix. great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They talk about his teeth. <laughs> no, how big he is. <laughs> no, they didn't no. have that much time. <laughs> See, you listen to Tony Robbins, right? Well, I they saw the doc. I don't know anything about him. You and... don't get Conan six times without watching Tony Robbins. <laughs> Let's just face it. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have done it without him. <laughs> that, that could be true. You've done a lot of work also for Comedy Central. Uh-huh. Uh, what, what's, that relationship must be pretty good. You released a CD with them. And yep, at this yep. point, again, all right, I don't want to send you into therapy. But well. don't they go, all right, this guy's done a half hour for us. He's done an hour for us. This guy's a Comedy Central gold records for us. Uh, should we develop a show for this guy? I've pitched literally seven shows to them, and they were all like, eh, I don't know, maybe it's a little weird, a little edgy. That's too. I think I went too far, maybe. <laughs> if I had just been like, I'm a, uh, I'm a dry cleaner, and I work for Nazis or the KKK, and they have to break it. And so they're like, ah, KKK. You know, and they just hate every idea I have. <laughs> well, we pitched once to Comedy Central. You'll see and they, lo- they love like five ideas. Like, could you write these off? And we wrote them up, and then they went, no. Oh, really? Yeah, we wrote up a couple. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, weird. Kind of. They only liked one. No, really. we'll tell you. <laughs> I don't even want to talk so, about it. Too wait, no, I, I got to tell Mark this story, because real quick, because I want to finish with you, obviously. But we did 10, like 10, I, 10 ideas. The one we really wanted, whatever. And I was going to work them from the dumbest idea mm-hmm. to the smartest. And then I gauged them on, like, if they went, eh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. That might be too over their heads. You yeah. Know? So the dumbest one I had was a show that we ended up working into another show of we ours. Were just, that we, we were just going to say this when it all fell apart. Yeah. We're just going to be like, all right, let's leave with this one because it's all falling apart. Clearly nothing's going to happen. So we'll just be a bunch of smart asses and say this. And, and we go, uh, how about we just hit people in the nuts? Like, it's a <laughs> candid camera show. Like, Mark Norman, you're just, like, walking. It could be interstitials. It could be 10-minute show. It could be the smallest thing, even online. Like, you're just walking. Hey, Mark Norman, I hear you have a special. And I come out or whatever, and I just hit you, and it's like, ah! Yeah. We've like, since seen it on TV. Like, what are you, funny. nuts? Or some stupid, right, we had some right. weird tag. And, like, that was, like, going to be in every episode. That was the through line of every, hit you, nuts. And I'm, we're waiting for, like, and we were totally joking. Yeah. Like, who the fuck? would want to see that show like that's just so stupid it sounds like a, a Chappelle sketch making fun of a network yes you know that's basically what we were doing <laughs> yeah. so we took it down to and they went she i'll never forget it she looked at us and went hmm <laughs> <laughs> wow and we were like what at that point we knew we're never gonna get a show on Comedy oh, Central because we're, we're just we can't that if that's on huh we were totally fucking with them wow yeah, yeah so how did you pit what did you do when you pitch shows for Comedy Central do you just go in with your you know top stuff from right from your stand-up no I just had ideas I had a ton of ideas and they want to see a whole script they were just like maybe if you shoot something and show us but right uh, now we're not interested and then they would always it was always the thing that I didn't bring in it was what they wanted they're like 
oh, we're not really looking for reality right now. I'm like, okay. So then a year later, I'd come back with a sitcom. Ah, we're looking for a reality right now. And then I come later, and they're like, we're looking for you know game shows. I'm like, fuck. So I'd come back with a game show. I'm like, we're done with the game show thing. And then I'd have travel. We're done with travel. So oh it was always not what they wanted. Not yet. You're gonna shoot this bullseye. I'm very confident in this. I feel like they don't do a lot of shows though, Comedy Central, compared to like these other networks that are pumping out like Hulu and Netflix right, are pumping right. out. Like 8,000 shows. Comedy Central only has a few things on TV. I think they get, they're a little weird right now, Comedy Central. Yeah. You know, they're all over the map. They don't, they're fighting against Netflix. They don't have a lot of money back. And when Netflix does, right. you know, like they're losing. They're losing this Well, what battle. about the Amy Schumer show? How did you, you knew Amy? That's, I used to oh, open for Amy. Oh, okay. That was Amy's like, his butt. that's how I bought my apartment. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's a good cool. deal. Yeah, and now that show, that show hit big, and then that's off. But that, you think they'd have another one ready to go after that? But they got nothing left. Nothing. But now it feels like they're all product placement. Like everything they do is just like push, you know, Alpo. It's almost <laughs> like the fifties again, where it's like the Texaco hour. You know, <laughs> they're trying to figure out how to sneak in a commercial. Yeah, the show. yeah, they try to get you all the time now. You know what I thought you'd be great for? Do you ever go out on voiceovers? I would love to. I don't know how to break in again. You have such, you have a this very distinctive voice when I'm watching you. You know, and you do you know those things. Sure. That'd be great for voiceovers. I would kill. That's a that's. I would love to be on Bob's Burgers or Futurama. Anything would be. That would be. That's the ideal gig. You go and yeah. record for 20 minutes, and then you get a fat pay. Yeah, you don't have to shower or anything. You know, that was I, the best of a voiceover. Our buddy Al Ducharme, who's been doing voices for years. Is he and, still doing a lot of voiceovers? Yeah, it's, well, he does uh, uh, Bill Burr from his old Boston days, put him on F is for Family. There you go. Sudden, you know, I always I was, thought when I did voiceovers and I got in that world for just a second that I was always, if you showered, if you looked good at all, you're fucking yourself over. Interesting. Everyone showed up <laughs> looking so shitty. And it was like the, the cool, yeah. It was like all these shitty people because I'd like put a shirt on, some like nice pants, and I'd I'd shower, and then everybody else would be sitting over there like, what a fucking loser, what a chump, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I, it took me a while to like, you know how it takes a while when you go into a new world, like try to fr- figure it out. But yeah. I don't know how those guys listen. I booked a few voiceovers back, in, and um, I you, it's clueless. You don't have no idea what they're looking for. Right. It's just. I know this. Don't flub the copy. That's it. That's about it. Say the damn words. Uh, One of the biggest ones I booked was this whole... I was first of the whole day. And I remember going in there and it was a voice of an apple pie for some Mm. Kroger's or somewhere. Oh, you. And I just just read it. And I was like... And the woman... I just remember going, that was pretty good. Thanks. And I go, okay. And next thing you know, I book it. I go in to do the read. And they're like, geez, you're a lot better on the... And I go... I go... We have it. I go, can't you just use that one? That's awful. Right? And they're like, no, like, we'll play. So they played it back to me. I'm like, oh man, I was a lot better. Oh, were you? Yeah. And so I listened to what I did. I was like, all right, let's do that. And then I, I copied myself. Huh. And they were like, great. Thanks. Much better. I was like, it's just, <laughs> I have no idea. I probably got into this zone of, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to get it. I'm first. And you were loose. Loose. You're going to do voiceovers. I'm going to be your agent this whole time. You should. He's I'm got a great voice. You're right? doing voiceovers. So, wait. So, when did you start doing comedy then? Wait, I got to say this joke. Apple pie feels like you'd be more of a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, I was sitting on that. Then you chimed in. God damn it. Um, Don't hit step me on Norman's pie. Just hit me next time. We're, that's, the, that's the gold we're looking that for here. That was gold. That was gold. But what was your question? No, uh, when, when did you start? You start? Yeah, when did you oh, start I started uh, May of 2006. Oh, you wow. started in yeah. the South? Yeah, New Orleans. That's where you started doing stand-up? Mm-hmm. What's the scene like there? Nothing. It's, oh, it's, there's a little bit of a thing now because comedy's kind of booming right now, but it, it was you know one mic a week maybe, and we'd have to drive to Lafayette, drive to Baton Rouge, drive wherever just to get up. Good job, Neil. You just moved us to the second segment. Oh, I thought well, 
No, Segway. the segue was New, or- New Orleans. Okay, but I, I got to dig into today. his childhood. That's my thing. Well, you can do that because we're going to talk about New Orleans. All right. Well, that, we'll, we'll just cover so we just that keep, we'll New just, Orleans. How about okay. we just flow right in okay. so it's around the second the one? The bell rang. That's it. I know how to stop. <laughs> New Orleans. Yo. Uh, so you moved out. You were there in 2006. Yeah. You were born and raised. In born and raised in Treme, which is right outside the French Quarter. Oh, yeah. Oh, they did a show about that on HBO. Yeah. Nobody watched it. But you, <laughs> but you don't sound like New Orleans. I, I don't know. I just like don't. Very Brooklyny. Well, it's is that right? Well, uh, New Orleans is Brooklyn. It is very Brooklyny. My roommate in L.A. was always always said he's from Brooklyn, but wait, he was from New Orleans. Wait a second, oh. you know that right? Because a lot of the people from Brooklyn went down there, and they combined it with the South, and they came up with their own dialect. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm telling no, you, that's why it French. sounds Brooklyn. It's that French. They thing. combine all three: the South, a little bit of this Brooklyn migration that happened, I think, back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, and then I they combined all. And they had this really weird. So sometimes it no, comes I've never out heard Brooklyn. that wrong theory before. It's not wrong theory. <laughs> Wait, you. can't you talk like you're from New Orleans? Like you got that thing that you can do, whatever. Like New Orleans. It's, it's like a lot a, of hi, how y'all doing? That yeah. like weird Southern drawl. Like deep. But then there's also the Creole, like, that's I the guarantee. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's the, the one French. I'm attracted to. Yeah, that's to. the French. It's the French-black mix. It's all, it's the all over the road. The true detective one. That's, yes. the, that's the world that I like. Yeah, that yeah. creepy <laughs> that's like, shit that's, happening. That's the... Louisiana, though. New Orleans is its own bubble. It's like Austin to Texas, you know? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But it's, you go to 10 minutes outside New Orleans, and you're stepping in a swamp. There's a gator right there. There's a fan boat, and there's a guy with a camo hat and a gun. <laughs> it's just wow. like that. Well, that's everybody... The one that everybody knows, obviously, is is Bourbon Street. So mm-hmm. take us from if everybody's sitting and listening and visioning Bourbon Street, where do you live in, in regards to that? I outside? grew up on Esplanade Avenue, which is four blocks from Bourbon, maybe. Really? It's that close. Esplanade Avenue borders. It's the left border of the French Quarter. It's the border street. After that, you go into the Marigny. But uh, it's like Esplanade on this side, Canal Street on this side, and all the middle is the square, the Vieux Carré, the old square, the French Quarter. Right. So what's you, your family doing down there? Like, how did they end up down there? Like, uh, they, they were working? just born there. They're working down wow. there. Yeah, yeah. There. They were both lawyers, and it was like Southern lawyer. My dad had a bad suit on, and uh, you know, my mom <laughs> had like a wacky moo with big earrings, and <laughs> oh, they just shit. did. They were, you know, I object, and it's a fan. <laughs> they're they're wiping the sweat off the brow, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, the whole thing. Wow. Shit. You've been to Bourbon Street? You ever yeah, been down been there? there? Well, right, I lived me. in Texas, so I've been a couple times, two or three times. Yeah, did yeah. you like it? Oh, New Orleans is amazing. I it's mean, it's, cool. it's the coolest city. It's the only city in the United States I feel like you're like, feels like you're in Europe. Or yeah. counts as like a European trip because you're in a it different It is. World. The architecture is definitely diff- like different. You've been? Yeah, three oh, times oh, nice. at least. I've been um, four times then if you've been three. No. Yeah, I mean, you know <laughs> the where food's I amazing. New Orleans is amazing. It's an amazing place, and I like the little voodoo part of it too. That like mm. mysterious. That's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, there's some. I witchcraft. like that. There's that weird edge. Yeah, yeah. It's dark. It's it's a little lawless down there. I always say New Orleans is like a dad who sells Molly but doesn't drive you to school. You know, so you get all the fun, <laughs> but it doesn't like the roads are fucked up, the police are corrupt, the politicians are assholes. Like it. It's not really run well, but it's fun as hell. Yeah, it's like, but it's got creepy parts to it on the edges. Oh like, yeah, it's like a weird place. Yeah, definitely. Wait, so let's go back to when you. How do you do stand up though from that from that world that you're in? Where your parents are lawyers, and all of a sudden you just break out and do stand up. Uh, yeah, I was in college, and I was you know a drunk piece of garbage, like just <laughs> and running. Tulane? 
No, I was at LSU, but I was oh, running a muck, which is in Baton Rouge, yeah, but it's yeah. an hour away. But like, yeah. I just run a muck with my friends. We were, we were rudderless. We had nothing going on. We used to like steal kegs and get into fights and go to bars <laughs> and try to get laid and all. I lived in a house with five guys. We had a hey, hot tub, beer. That's pong. what I did in college. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I had nothing. And my parents are successful. My brother's a genius. He was in the Peace Corps in Africa while I'm getting drunk oh, and doing God. nothing. So I just God. needed some direction i had nothing i was that loser kid because you can only do that in college so much you can only yes by the third or fourth year of that you just feel like a loser exactly so i was like well my parents like you got to find something you want to do and we don't even care if you want to be like a you know a hang glider just go towards something and i was like all right i like movies so we i were enrolled in new york film academy hated it but i was doing sets at night Whoa! Here? So wait, here. You, you, okay. How did you go from mom and dad? I'm in New Orleans. I'm. I want to go to New York. New York Film Academy. And yeah. Like, sure. Well, I was well, always obsessed with New York. I was. I was obsessed with Woody Allen, Manhattan, Annie Hall, all that stuff. Seinfeld. And they were like, "Well, you kind of got to get out of here because this city's eating you alive." But you finished too... LSU. Well, I finished online. So, oh, so you during never the summer, no, I haven't graduated. During the summer, I went to New York Film Academy for like their summer, whatever. Oh, shit. And uh, it was like three months long, but I was like, this city's amazing. The energy, I love it. This is great. Film was cool, but it, it's, you got to get a gaffer, actors, write a script. They got to get a grip guy. You got to get a cameraman and a DP. And I was like, this is too much. But I was doing stand up at night, and I was like, this is it. And then I just dropped the whole film wow. thing, moved back to New Orleans, became depressed because I wanted to move back here, found all the open mics. I remember looking through the phone book for comedy clubs, you know, it was pre-Google. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I was hooked and I would do it every but night. But your first now. actual stand-up set was then in New York or was it? No, New- it was in New Orleans. Oh, it was in New Orleans. But that was just like a goofy, like, let me just try. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. was terrified. And I your was friends drunk. came or no? No, I didn't want them to see oh, me. Oh, this is all secrets. Real quick, because I want to go back to New Orleans. Uh, where was your first set here? So we have that. Uh, that's a good question. Like, where were you mainly working? Because I, I used to see you everywhere, probably around 2006. I think it was the old pit, the one on like 23rd Street. Okay. I think that was my first set. That's a good question. I should know that. But you're a pretty hard worker. I mean, I used to see you basically everywhere. That's why I thought this guy could make it because everywhere I would show up to a B room or whatever, mm-hmm. there's that guy. Yeah, well, I just stage time. And I was too scared of clubs because there was money involved. I felt like I wasn't that good, so I felt bad about people paying admission and seeing my shitty act. No, because I used to sit, I like, no, they were seeing everybody else's shitty act. You were like the headliner of the shitty acts to me. I was like, this guy tell, has jokes. Well, you, I appreciate you didn't even it. know you were headlining back then. <laughs> you're like, God damn, he's a headliner. Well, I never that's got these funny. comments. They go, you're a real joke guy. I'm like, I don't know how else to get laughs. What am I going to do? <laughs> Fall down? Well, that's slip? A, you know, they, I used to get that a lot. People yeah. Go that, I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying right now. Yeah. The whole game is you tell jokes. That's it. You're yeah. telling jokes. I go, you're telling jokes. You might tell them in a story. Exactly. But no, but it's a, all jo- jokes. a joke guy, you know, you know. Set up punch? No, just a different, it's like a different thing. It's like you're not jumping around on stage like that you're not robin mm. williams so yeah by I joke guess so. guy they're but meaning that jo- those guys are attempting jokes at some point no no everyone's doing jokes but there's a joke guy and then there's like a, right. there's like dane cook jumping around and watching you know Neil being a dinosaur on a table no that's the difference that's what they're seeing that's what they're saying if you're okay. watching dane cook jumping around as on a dinosaur like a dinosaur like I he do the rap there's a lot thing. of act out that's, like there's a lot not, of people acting out stuff but somewhere in the heart act, there is a joke of course he's still right, doing so jokes, he's milking it wait wait let's go back to the, uh, let's, let's go we got to go to new orleans wait one more thing Thank you. how do you find the new york film academy that's a big from new york, yeah like, from new where, orleans where are you you're just like going shit i'll just go to this new york film academy. where Honestly, how does that happen i think i saw a brochure at that's my college it was back in the day not back in the day but you know that's a big move 
It was big, but I, I had to make a drastic jump because yeah. it was. Uh, I mean, we, we lived in a house with guy, and there was a, a a corner store around the corner from us that's that told us because we we'd buy a lot of kegs, and they were like, <laughs> "If you bring us three empty keg shells, we'll just give you a free keg, a oh, full one." God. So we would just drive around stealing <laughs> kegs out of restaurants, backyards. We got in a fist fight. We got chased. That but was you, our whole life. You did have a purpose then. It was just I not guess. a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all we what, had. So the, when you go, you go to New York Film Academy at in Union Square. Mm-hmm. That's the one, right? Yeah. Is that the film? Okay. That was the one. Oh, wow. The old Boss Tweed yeah. building. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, pretty good. exciting. That it is was pretty great. exciting. It was pretty exciting. And, come up just as a quick point so I can go back to New Orleans. We, I'll Neil. get you back there. But that was... Where did you live? Like you came here and where did you live? I lived on 60th and... I guess it's First Avenue, or was it York? It was the one all the way by the river. Yeah, like York. you couldn't, and, it was, and I could see that little fucking doohickey thing. What is that? Uh, the, <laughs> the tram. The, yeah, and that would go right above my apartment. Oh, I lived wow. with four Indian guys. The place smelled like shit. <laughs> Nothing. Not saying Indian people smell like shit. I'm saying these guys smelled like shit. They were all like exchange students, and I had a cot in a bunk bed. We had bunk beds. I slept under one of them. And they they would cook this food that smelled like shit. Yeah, they didn't I wear li- deodorant. It was a whole thing. Oh my God. I live right. next door to it, an Indian family, and they on Sundays they cook, and that shit cuts through everything. Oh yeah, it just comes in the apartment and it just takes over everything. It was I like mean, like you can't goat f- that, and curry yeah, well, and bo. Curry shit is strong. It's strong. It smells great, but they yeah. ne- they have never invited us to dinner, so that would be different if they go, hey, do you guys want to come over? No, it just cuts through. Our- so right. did you miss New Orleans at that point? No, um, no, I was happy to be here. I mean, it was hell, and I got mugged three times when I first moved in New York? here. Yeah, oh, yeah. shit, you well, had the whole thing happen to when you. When I moved back to do comedy for real, I saved up $800, and I thought it'd be good, which is sad. And I moved in Crown Heights, got mugged oh, three God. times in a year. Landlord died of AIDS, and I got bed bugs. Oh God! Wait, Sweet. how do you get mugged? Like, what happens? Well, Walking on the street or coming home late? They were all different. Yeah, that was mostly it. It was mostly my fault. I was a drunk idiot. Uh, <laughs> so you well, were helped. still drinking. Oh yeah. Oh, that's how I coped. <laughs> and I'm from New Orleans. That's what we do. Yeah, that is true. My I was in New Orleans. From, so- my roommate from New Orleans in L.A. He was the biggest party I've ever. Oh really? There you go. They know- well, Mardi Gras. Let's talk about that for a minute. So Mardi Gras. You guys grew up with this party atmosphere for like what was that two two weeks three weeks about two weeks and change and you get off of school for it so it's like a the the for city takes weeks? it seriously yeah you get off of school for this which is insane it's just drunk anarchy is it during the day as well because I know at night it started to like it definitely heats it, up it's during the day a little like maybe like a five o'clocker but on the weekends it's ten a.m. through midnight wow I w- I was uh so I'm down there for the first time I was ever there was Mardi Gras because it was um just started Mardi mm-hmm. Gras just started because it was the Super Bowl right yeah. what do you do in New Orleans you don't even drink exactly it's like the worst city for you the Rams and you don't eat crazy food remember when I took you to the Super Bowl Oh, well, that wasn't in New Orleans. No, that was the that. But they went back the following year oh, to the okay. Super Bowl, and it was Mike Martz was the head coach. But he, how do you like New Orleans? Is what I'm asking. You don't okay, drink. So I go you down don't there, eat crazy you, food. Okay. Well, I go down to New Orleans, and I'm going to the Super Bowl. All right, and okay. I'm staying they right in the French guy. Quarter. I guess that would yeah. Happen. I got hooked up with an apartment in the French Quarter. Some guy gave me his apartment. Duchamp, same guy, Al Duchamp, knew mm. a guy in the French Quarter. Gave us the, me and Justin McKinney. He was doing. Do you know Justin? He was Justin doing McKinney. a gig. Uh, comedian now he's out of new hampshire but he was here forever i think was, i remember the name he was doing a gig at uh in like mississippi or something like that which is like two hours away maybe an hour yeah away. it's close so i flew to mississippi because it was a cheap flight got him at the airport and uh-huh. we flew we drove to uh new orleans and yeah. we parked the rental car and it's i'll never forget it we we um 
when we got the rental car, they give you like, do you want damage insurance, or whatever? So the two of us were like, you know what? Maybe we should get. I would never get it. Never, never. But the one time in my life, we go. You know what? We should get it because we're gonna park downtown New Orleans yeah. during Mardi Gras, blah, and we get it. And we went to the Super Bowl and this whole, you know, and and it was, the Rams lost that game, but it was the one after 9-11. So yes. it's like U2 and the whole thing. And it was a great game. It really started the Tom Brady. Uh-huh. New, that's where he came. He was It was his game. Right. And he won it at the end. And that started their dynasty or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we go two two thoughts here. One, we go back to the car you know, oh. to get out of New Orleans. And there's a dent in the car. Uh. And we drive it all the way back to Mississippi, whatever. And we, we get there, and the guy's like, you have a dent in the side pocket. And like, yeah, uh, well, I think we have the insurance. And the guy looks up, he goes, you do. Have wow. a nice day. Have a nice day. Oh, good and for walked you. right out of the place. <laughs> good for you. Is that the craziest thing? That never happened ever in history. Ever in the yeah. history. I Like the one time I got it, that was one. I would have just hid the dent, parked the, parked the car, and ran <laughs> off. Said, just charge it up. And the other one, and it was another one. One is we met this girl in that building, and I ended up going back down there to see her. Whoa! At one time, yeah, and she in came up here. That's right. I met okay, a girl that, from New Orleans. What? I'll tell you even crazier story uh, if we have time. But we go to the Super Bowl. My team loses. I'm a Rams fan, right? And uh, and then his team wins. The Patriots win the Super. So I go anywhere you want to go. I get it. The Rams lost. We're walking through the town. The Patriots people are going crazy. It's Mardi Gras. Tits. They're throwing beads off the thing. I. It's crazy. It's like this is. Do I like New Orleans? Who wouldn't like them standing in the middle yeah, of this? I guess. It's, there's, you go five feet. There's a blues club. Yeah, I can yeah. listen to that. I go, we can go to any jazz club, any blues club you want to sit. You can revel with the people. And he goes, nah, I just want to go back to the hotel. <laughs> go to sleep. What? what? We're in New Orleans for 12 <laughs> more hours. And, and Justin McKinney. And you won. You and should he celebrate. Won. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. crazy. Buy a beer, anything. And right. he's like, nah, let's just go back to the hotel. So we walked around a little bit in New Orleans, but it was crazy wall to wall. Yeah, yeah. You crazy. like New Orleans, is what you're saying. I do like New Orleans. I do like New Orleans too. And when I went back city. to see that girl, you know, we had the whole thing—the beignets. What, what's her name? No, don't worry about it. Oh, I don't remember this one. Yeah, there were beignets in uh, Cafe Du Monde. That's was, a uh, big place, right? Dixie yeah, that Carter. Explain <laughs> Dixie Carter. <laughs> Dixie Carter. <laughs> Deep. Do you know what beignets are, Neil? Yes, I do. I've had them at that place. Cafe, Cafe Du Monde. Of fried shit with. Shit on it. There's Deep shit. fried square pieces <laughs> yeah, yeah. of dough with sugar. That's Powdered what they sugar. Are. Perfect. Powdered right sugar. in my diet. Right in my wheelhouse, my friend. That is perfect stuff, but it's not good for you. And then, of no. course, they had Hurricane Katrina. How are your parents? Everything okay down there? Or? Everything was good. We You're we lived, right there, right? Yeah, we lived in a an old area which was built higher, and so. Yeah, you that's good. They were okay. You, you, you were fine. Yeah, but I had friends like I'd go to their house and their couch, their living room couch would be in the upstairs bedroom, oh and the fridge was in the garage. It was like holy shit. Did you go help people and stuff like that? Did yeah, you do shit? I actually went to the Superdome and helped uh, old people, and that was tough. Oh shit, that's I was gonna get you into heaven, right? Well, there. I was so yeah, I was doing Christ. it to impress a girl, to be honest. <laughs> And uh, but I, I still did it. But I had to help an old man shit, oh, and it was God. like that was a brutal. How experience. horrible was it there? It's just oh, horrible. I mean, it was mayhem. I mean, people can just go from A to B in like two days God. of just like martial law. You know, guys are walking around with guns. You could smoke weed on the street. It was so crazy. <laughs> And everybody's in like a P-Rog, which is what we call a canoe, and they're just paddling through with like <laughs> stacks of Walmart looting shit in their co- in their uh, boat. It was insane. Wait, so you go to the the Superdome just to help? Yeah. Oh, with the girl, with the girl. With the girl. Yeah, she's like I'm going down there and I was like I'll go with you. <laughs> you know, even <laughs> though the whole work? time I was like fuck. Did yeah, it, yeah. Did it work out for you? Yeah, we banged a lot, but I was still 
still scarred from that old man's balls. Yeah, what, what, what did you have to do? What happened? I just had to like take his pants. He could barely walk. He was so old. And I had to like take his pants get... down and help him sit on the toilet, wipe his ass, the whole thing. But how did you get thrown with him? I would Oh, they needed help. It was like it was a random event. They, it was all They're hands on people. deck. Yeah, all hands Jesus on deck. Christ. All hands so on how, deck. How long? Did... <laughs> Boom! I like that one. Hold on. <laughs> how um, love a pun. You like that? How um? Oh my gosh! Wait, how long did, did it take to get the, back? Uh, we have the, to wrap this up. How okay. long did we take to get back to worst rape whistle ever? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How long did we take to to take for your uh, for your parents, or at least to say, okay, we're okay now. Every uh, the city's okay now. Ugh, geez, about two years. Wow. Yeah, because everything was just mayhem, and the, there's all garbage all over the place, and trailers, and FEMA, and all that shit. So. And have they reinforced the place now, like just in case? Because it's we're Brad Pitt. It's not gonna get any better. What about Brad Pitt's housing? That, that part. <laughs> are they nice? Oh yeah, very. His nice. houses are nice. Yeah, they of look course. nice on TV. He built a shitload of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those houses—they're all different he, he colors. Owns real houses down there. Those are just kind of like you know, cookie cutter, quick, uh, just quick, low hitters. income. Yeah, but they're cool. And is this somewhere you're going to live the rest of your life? You're going to live in New Orleans. I'm a place? New Yorker now. Oh, seriously? You're I, not gonna I can't. Go? I go. I go back like five, six times a year just because it's a quick jet blue flight. But it's like too slow there now for me. Oh wow. And I hate the heat. And what about, wait, one more question. What about your favorite food from New Orleans? Oh, uh, probably seafood gumbo, crawfish etouffee, good po' boy, soft shell crab. Oh, good. Tell the people, can you get anything like that up here at all? You can get it, but it's totally different. It's not the uh, same. It feels like they're impersonating the food. It's weird. It's not, it's, it's What like, about if they ship me crawfish? I saw this on TV. That's totally cool. <laughs> like they ship they, me They do box? a crawfish boil on uh, the river there on 72nd. What, what is that? That boat oh, area yeah, called the Boat Basin. Boat 79th, Basin. 79th. Yeah, every year they do a crawfish boil. It's, it's like twenty five bucks. You get all you can eat, all you can drink. It's the best day ever. And you like crawfish? Like, love it. Love oh, it. So, and drinking a beer and crawfish. It's, there's nothing better. Look yeah. at that, New Orleans roots. I yeah, love it. That's what I did. Perfect. Day. Let's switch. Uh, we're gonna take a hard left on our four corners. I didn't even get do... to tell you my Sorry. story about my time in LSU. I spent a lot of time. Perfect. Right, we're gonna have keep to, going. Uh, we'll do that. <laughs> I really did spend a. Old jobs. Now, when I was listening to Mark's stand up, there's a lot about, you know, your old jobs here. And one of the big ones, I think when I met you, you were you were a janitor mm -hmm. and you had a you know, you had to be PC in the office. That That's was right. the whole thing. So right. tell us about, a little bit about that. Here like, in yeah, New York? When, when you yeah. were living with the Indian guys? Is that what no, no, that was film school. But then okay. I came back and I uh, I went back to film school and said, I'm so broke. I'm so desperate. I'll do anything. So they said, well, you can file. So they let me file paperwork from 9 a.m. to 6.30 in a room with no windows, wall-to-wall -wall file oh cameras. God. I was like, when are you going to go digital? <laughs> what year is this? I got paper cuts. I still hate Manila to this day. <laughs> but... That was a horrible gig. Horrible you, gig. Like there, you literally were working. I was it wasn't working. Like you just get to sit in there write a screenplay. No, no. and this oh, is before shit. like I still had a flip phone, so you couldn't like look at your phone. I didn't, you know, oh, it was hell, God. and so you just had to file, and it was monotonous. You started had to make up games in your head, like, and I knew every name. It, it was too much. I did that a little bit. I did when I was in. I just wrote this down. Nineteen. I went to the NBA draft June nineteenth, nineteen eighty four. It was wow. a summer job. My mom hooked me up in the mailroom uh -huh. at like Two Pen Plaza. She was in the um, actuarial field, and I had to like deliver these. But they would call down, yeah. And you have to find. They give you a number, and you have to go find this book on some floor. Ugh. Yeah, I did that for the lawyers. Too. It's I hell. Did. It is the war. And I'm sitting with these old male guys who are kind of retired from whatever they used to do, and they were just killing time till their wives retired, mm. and they would just bet the ponies. Right. So I learned a little bit about OTV and how All to right. bet the ponies. That's something. Where was but this? they would say at Two Pen Plaza, God like in one up. of the big. And I was, you know, you, my mother used to see I was Patrick Ewing or whoever, or not. Patrick, even before, like Phil Esposito and people like that in the 
in the elevator. So I was always waiting to hopefully see a Nick in the elevator. Yeah. Nothing. Ah. Well, that's what, what's your, I, I said the Dana got me those temp jobs. Yeah. Tell about the temp. No, jobs. they were great. I was just trying to find a place that I could sit there, get paid and write a screenplay. That was my goal. I was going to get paid and I found the perfect place and I was answering phones. Is that Chanel? It was at Chanel. I was answering phones in the back and it was, no one bothered me, but then they sniffed out that I was just, something happened. So then I got placed in the mailroom. Uh-oh. But it, the, this is how you know it's like a horrible job. I'm in the mailroom, and then they have an, a program with, like, handicapped people or slow people. Like slow. So it was me and all these people. They would, like, bu- bus in. Yeah, they were super slow. And, you so know, you had to teach the slow I don't know people. what. You can't say retarded anymore, but whatever. They, they were, right. like, and it was me, and I'm, like, God, this is not good that I'm, like, you're that's the, my job. I'm with these people. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like, I, I, well, I'm like, but and then, but when I got that, that's what's screwed it all up. And then from there, I'm like, uh, can I just go back to that seat? You know, I was, and, and then that was the death of me. Then I got moved all the way. He got moved, place. but no, he got moved. But to, for like a month, I had it. I was whoa, whoa. writing and doing nothing. Mm. I was just getting paid to do nothing Damn. in this corner. It was a beautiful situation. And then uh, when you moved up, they really moved him up. They moved him to like the, the secretary for the vice president or something like that, right? Yeah, then I was, no, then I, yeah, I was hitting it big at Chanel. Well, I was just moving around to like the head of the, next thing I know, I'm in the head of the thing and then the butler's flirting with me and it was great. It was, turned out to be a great job. I'm not saying uh, some perfume disappeared in, from the sample Drawer, but, oh um, boy! I didn't know I sm- people. Everybody I didn't know nice the value. <laughs> I didn't know the value of Chanel. But oh, I, I, what turned by the end, I was like the assistant to the head of the company. So what I didn't realize, I never. I was just doing. I wasn't into it. But what I didn't realize is that when I set the tone of the whole company, because everybody be like, "Is she in?" And I'd be like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, she just she just got in." And everybody's like, "Oh no!" And then, <laughs> and, then and then everybody'd run run to their thing, and then she would just unload this like massive amount of work on these three floors, and I'd go around and give them to everybody. And, and they, they hated seeing you coming. Like, Did she say anything about me? Did she? And I was <laughs> like, what? "And then, but I never used my power." But I I was like, I should have used my power. I'm like, she doesn't like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they were so scared. But it was pretty fun. When it I was, was in that mailroom, the so the '84 draft is the one the Sixers draft. I'm a Sixers fan at the time. They draft five, and they drafted Charles Barkley. That was the draft. So oh, draft. boy. Here's the draft order of the 84 draft. I stay there. It's supposed to start at noon, so my lunch is at noon, so noon to one. I don't come back till two. For the first, I'm, I'm 18. Yeah. I don't come back till two, and the old guy who ran the old guys in the mailroom screamed the shit out of me, and I still to this day, he yelled at me, and I just took it for an hour. This is the draft order. First pick in the draft was Olajuwon. Second pick was Sam Bowie. Third pick was Michael Jordan. Then Holy Sam Perkins. Shit. And then Barkley. The second Barkley got drafted, I went upstairs. I was like 45 to an hour late. He reamed me. And I was like, you don't understand. I'm trying to explain to this old man, I'm 18, how Michael Jordan's going to be a great player. And right. this is going to be the best draft of all time. And like this whole thing. And he's like... We don't do that here. And my mother's in the building. And then she got word of this. I'm oh. like, you don't, mom, you don't understand. <laughs> this is going to be the greatest draft of all time. Like the shit I took for being an hour late. You did yeah. the right thing. Meanwhile, though. I'm in the mailroom. I go, so what's going on? Is there like, no, there's, there's like one request. There was like a pile of, okay, could you take care of this one? I'm like, yeah, right. get me out of this office. I'm so <laughs> mad. I was like, if that's what work is, you know, like I can't take something that I know personally for like another 45 minutes. I'm like, yeah, this is not going to work out with me in corporate America. And no. I knew that was the set the seed for, it's funny you say that because I got reamed out at New York film Academy. When I was working there, I took a long lunch cause George Carlin was signing books at borders on wall street. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to lunch. We got a half hour for lunch, which is nothing. Yeah. I fucking 
haul ass down there, and I, I brought my books to work that day. I have all the Carlin books. I'm a huge fan. Brought them all down, got them to sign the books, and it was a real bummer of a moment because I was in line with all these people, and they're all like, he was in Jersey Girl. He's in Bill and Ted's. He's that guy. He's in Dogma. And I was like, fuck you guys. You don't get it. This is George Carlin, one of the best comedians to ever do it. Right. So I got up there, and I was just spouting jokes and lines. And he goes, uh, wow, thanks. He goes, what do you do? And I'll never forget this. I go, I'm a comedian. And he goes, you sound like a comedian. <laughs> and I go, what do you mean? He goes, you got a real talent for jacking around. And my friends are standing next to me. They're dying. And I don't know. I still don't know what that means, but I kind of get it, but I kind of don't. And then that was it. Wow, that's a pretty good moment, though. But I went back up and got yelled at. Like, where the hell have you been? <laughs> so you got yelled at, and it wasn't the greatest experience. Yeah, but worth. I got a picture. There you go. Yeah. Oh, at least you get pictures back then. You can't, you know, it's hard, you know. Right, It's, it's right. hard to be on a job like, on the time limit. But wait, you said you were a janitor, too? Yeah, so I, I worked a couple temp gigs. I had to quit this New York film. It was so horrible. Then I uh, started working some temp gigs, and I was like, I realized I hate being in an office. I can't do the phones. I Thank can't do that. The shitty small talk in the elevator. Huh? How about the weekend? Huh? What'd you do? Cold out. I, I, that drives me crazy. So I said, fuck it. I'm going labor. So I went busboy. I went furniture mover. Furniture mover is a great gig, by the way. That's what, well, our intern's a furniture mover. He's not here today, but that's where he would be sitting. There you go. And he goes, I just can't be here the last week of the month or something like that because they either move the first week or the oh, first day of the yeah. month. Yeah. Well, go ahead. But yeah, good so, job, right? Good job. I mean, it's hard, but you're like you get paid to work out. You see people's apartments. There's no office. You're in the truck, hanging out with your buddies, doing that whole thing, and you feel like you accomplished something at the end of the day. You know, whereas an office job, you're like, just get me the fuck out of here. But then Sean Donnelly <laughs> said, uh, "I was I was jobless for a while because the furniture market kind of goes out for a while. There's yep. like a season, and I was broke and I needed help. And he's like, I got my girlfriend." She uh, works at this office, and they need a janitor. I mean, I, I, I hate to be insulted. I don't know. And I was like, I'll take it. And it was the best job I ever had. Oh, really? Because yeah. you're just a free. You it's, just do- it's zen. I had earbuds in, mopping the floor, whatever you need. I didn't have to talk to anybody. I wrote a ton of jokes, ton of material. I got my first TV set as a janitor, and uh, I got to, like, my all my staff, employees, and all coworkers, they watched me on TV like, the janitor's on TV? <laughs> what the fuck? It was insane. It was a crazy time. Oh, my God. It was you were a while. still working that Yeah, job. I mean, Holy I needed the money. Shit. You know, a, a TV gig pays like 1100 That's not going to, yeah. you know, set you for life. So you still, I would I would have these amazing weekends. I'd go out with Amy Schumer. We're doing theaters. We're doing this and that. And then I'm getting applause. I'm getting laid. And then I go back, and I'm just jumpsuit, mopping Holy the bathroom. Shit. Hey, somebody had explosive diarrhea. I'm on it. <laughs> And it was better than answering a phone or talking to Chet in accounting. You're absolutely right. You're Holy absolutely. I did shit. that for 14 years, by the way. My what? job. My job. Accounting. I did it for 14. Not accounting. Uh, it's computer programming mm. and analysts. Stuff, wow. You know? Oh god. Answering the phone four in the morning, my phone would go off. Can oh. you fix production support? Oh, yeah. forget about it. I Poor mean, I make guy. good money. Yeah. You liked the apartment when you came in, so this kind of got me in here. But amazing apartment. But. You know, there's a price to pay. Neil was always like, when are you going to move in the city? When I started yeah, coming, I, I he's like, when are you moving to Manhattan? Well, yeah. He was always mad at me for that. But it worked out. It worked out. <laughs> it worked no, out. but there, that's your sitcom right there, in a way. That, I, that's pit, it. Trust me, I pitched it. I pitched it. I pitched, it. I pitched, it. I pitched I that. I pitched think, New Orleans. Keep pitching Keep pitching the Janner one. That seems like a good one. All right. Idea. All right. Um, Pitch a trout. Oh, yeah, I know. And Neil also worked in an office. Didn't love it. Panasonic no, no. For the, year. I like, one year. I'm like with you. I was When I was doing I was just trying to find somewhere where I could just 
do you know I, I worked at restaurants forever that was always a great gig too because the restaurants yeah. are fun everyone's doing the same thing right you could control your hours apparently Neil according to Bethel Neil had a zen way of dealing with the uh, people at the table like he would, I had a great system when I waited he tables. Would say I was a great system. Mm. No, you no, never I never go back. No, you got. What? I got it down it? the two stops at a table. You don't over. You, you oh, just if you're working too much, you just go and you you freeze them out at the beginning because they if you let them sit there at the beginning they'll panic. They'll start. Right. They're anxious. They just so you freeze them out and then so when you go, <laughs> you make sure you you can see it when they start looking around. They're panicking. Yeah. They're getting right before they get really angry. You hit them. And they give you everything. Like they think you're not coming back. Oh, right. They give you their drinks, their order, their dessert. They just uh, panic mode. You know. They, they, and then all you have to do now is just go back and give them the check. Check. It's two stops. Yeah, but don't they go? Now that we have you here, we need ketchup. We need uh, mustard. We need another fork. No, the bus guy, the guy that brings oh, in the food, does that. You just watch him. Perfect. Because they, perfect. The, the, the guy that brings in the food. Yeah. Well they, done. They, yeah, yeah. It was yeah as lazy system. as you could be, Neil will <laughs> yeah. find that angle. You should yeah. write a book on how yeah. to get by. Yeah, For example, was, like. This show, right? Who sets up all the stuff? Me. Who does all the work? Me. Who does all the research? Me. But I'm a what does he kid. do? He walks in at 12.05. <laughs> five. Sits down, I right? was down there at 12.02, but yeah, your okay. doorman won't let me up. Walks up, finishes, see you tomorrow. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Must he clocks be nice. in, clocks out. <laughs> no. Must be nice. I'm a sidekick. Doesn't kid. even have Twitter to help me promote it. Wow. I, that's not true. I, I, and he goes, uh, I get it. I'm the sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're the sidekick. Uh-huh. You couldn't be more of do nothing, Neil. For the I folks have... at home, he's actually in a Snuggie. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see it. The worst. The worst. I mean, I'm trying to fulfill my role. I'm trying to be who I am. Off getting back off. A lot of, look, a lot of sidekicks would try to like take over the show and I'd yeah. be doing my own podcast on the side, but no, I've I'm embracing well, I know you're this. not capable of any of that. So <laughs> no, that's why it's all over for uh, me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, working in office office dynamics is the worst, like the worst. you said. But that's not your Meetings. worst job ever. I, I, if I had a, oh. I, I couldn't even make it. By the end of my 14 years, if they had, you're in a meeting, and I was working at night doing stand-up, so now, you know, I'm up late, whatever. I'm telling you, I was so bored with the whole office thing. I go, please don't make me go to this meeting, because within, like, three minutes, I was out cold. Yeah. Three minutes. Same. Like, they were, like, landing, like... <gasps> Right, because you I don't drink it. coffee either. So. No, I don't drink coffee. They're so, so meaningless. Yeah, every time you're in a meeting, you're like, "This is a waste of time." You could what have one email. I, I when I was working and programming, or whatever, I could stay up forever. Like I was always thinking and concentrating. The second I had any downtime, I would just fall asleep. Yeah, you know, I was just full. I could not sit through meetings and the status report. Every Friday, you had to put oh. in a status report. My entire career, like everybody had, like, what'd you do this week? What was the recap? Because they wanted to remember how to pay you mm-hmm. of what you did this week. I'm like, please, God, you should know what I'm up to. Yes. You're the boss. Right. You know, like, like, you right. should know that I finished this this week. Or and they really read them. They really read them. Uh, you couldn't be like, I got fucked up the ass. You know, just, to like, <laughs> just to throw them all, like see if no. they're paying attention. And you'd have to like comprehensively do this because, but if you think about it, that was like the end of my Friday with like all that. Like you would just basically rehash. You were working on telling them what you were working on. So like, uh. you, so the how many hours of work did these people do? So at least I worked yeah. and stay late and work. And some of them would like nine, they would get in at nine Oh one coffee break at nine ten. Yep. That's 10 minutes. Lunch. Smoke break, lunch break. That well, break, this was before that, the I never internet. Moved one. This was before the internet and all that shit. So you yeah. couldn't screw around on the computer either. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those were tough times. They were tough times. <laughs> My first job, remember I worked for mobile and I got in there and then everyone was glued to overtime. <laughs> That's all everyone cared about. Yeah. Time, yeah. So you get in there at 7 a.m. and then you'd be done by 2:30. Mm-hmm. 
and then you just sit there. Oh, forget it. And, I, and then everyone like peeks above their cubicles, and then you you sit there like. At first, I didn't do it, but then I'm like, you start figuring out how much extra money you can make. For before you know it, you just sit there from two thirty to like six thirty. Well, like, I claim that's why that's the car, a lot of overtime, four hours yeah, a day. Yeah, sure. And then, but there's nothing to do. You just have to sit there. It was all, it was awful. Yeah. I claim that's why the car industry went down the toilet because I used to work. My first gig um, out of this company was working on a time and attendance system for plants in the Midwest. So. The um, God, that people, terrible it already. does. But if you bring it up on the screen, so it was like, okay, Mark Norman worked there for uh, forty-five years. He's like two mi- two years away from retirement. He he never has to come back to work because he's like rec- accrued. You could accrue uh, vacation. So he's got like thirty-five weeks vacation. Oh yeah. He's got forty extra weeks for you know uh, workman's comp, whatever. You wouldn't see people for the last five years. Of course. Nobody would do any work. So you'd see all the time, like crazy how people would get in and out of work and, yeah. and not do stuff. Uh, I learned way too much about corporate America. But my, one of my favorite stories is they would send you to politically correct classes, how yeah. not to say something stupid <laughs> yeah. in a class, you know, and I would just drive me crazy. And sure enough, everybody goes to the class. You have to go to the five classes. You get a mug saying you complete the class. Jesus this whole thing, you know, All that stuff is on your desk. And then uh, I remember one day I get an email. This It's right around Christmas. And uh, the woman's name is like Filipina something. Obviously, she's from the Philippines. And she sends out, I'll be out of the office for two weeks over Christmas. I'm traveling back to the Philippines, whatever. And then on the end, is like, but remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Mm. I literally printed that and walked into my boss's office. I'm like, I am never going to another politically correct baloney class again. Yes. Because this is this is exactly what you should not do. Exactly. Exactly. So stop telling me how to act. Yeah. What if you wrote correct. praise Allah? Exactly. You know? Blow up. Play. Anyway. <laughs> Damn it. Enough with the office. I'm glad we're all on what, it. Was the janitor job a union job? No. I oh. got 350 a week. It was a rough gig, like money-wise, but it was so much better. The only bad part of that job was I had to clean out the fridge every Friday. There was a big note on the fridge. This will all be cleaned out, and every Monday, everybody, every single fucking time, somebody would come and go, Who threw out my hot sauce? Hey, you cunt, it's on the it's on the wall. The writing is on the wall. But every single time, and I always got shit for it because I was the janitor, and they all knew it was me. I was like, well, you saw the sign. I've been on Conan. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's great. All right. Let's do the uh, this, that, and the other thing as our fourth one. This is going great. All right. Let's uh, this, that, and the other thing as we explained. I give you a choice of one of two things. Which would you take? Mm -hmm. Or you can go off the board and take a third one. Great. All right. Okay. First one. Mounds or Almond Joy? Uh, You're a candy guy. I like, I hate coconut. So I'm going Almond Joy. Or, or is it, is it in both? It's the same thing. One, Almond Joy has the almond in it. Oh, then but neither. Neither. Yeah, I, I hate coconut. I'm yes. Like, it's awful. Oh, right. Everybody I loves coconut. No, I love coconut. Bethel loves coconut. It ruins everything. I, I like agree. the almond. I like the mounds, but I don't like almond. Oh, I love an almond. They, <laughs> there you I, go. We could break up a candy bar. Yeah. Take, you'll no, take the coconut, almond. I'll take the coconut. There's no reason the for coconut. I feel like it's a bad, it's like when you don't have any ideas, you go to coconut. No. Hey, you like Hawaii? Hacky. People like it. Coconut's hacky. It. I mean, in Hawaii, it makes sense. Coconut but is anywhere, hacky? It's hacky. It's like, well, it's like a dick joke, coconut. What? It what? doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why would you put coconut on anything? It People enjoy it. Yeah. The coconut no, water is huge. A pina colada makes sense in, in Hawaii. That makes sense. You're literally in coconut water is again. I don't know how it's it's a it's, a, it's good for you. No, it's, it's a bunch yeah. of people that have no ideas and it's like, all right, we should do right. a dick joke well, for America. We'll do coconut water. 
coconuts. <laughs> it kept uh, Gilligan's Island uh, on on the air. I yeah, mean, there was a, a telephone. It, it was maybe a, that's where my hate coffee maker. Coconut. Coconuts are hacky. Way I got to write that down Jesus just in case Christ. we need a title for the show. All right. Um, all right. Number two, Colgate Crest. Which? Uh, what's the toothpaste of choice? I go uh, store brand. Store brand. I, I believe it's all the same shit. Uh, Crest, I'll use either. If I got Crest or Colgate, that's like nope. that's like a big day for me. Really? Yeah. But yeah. I go Colgate. Like you don't brush your teeth is a big I day? I brush my no, teeth no, no, every no. day, but I'm saying if I got one of those good name brands, I'm like, ooh. Well, what are you brushing? What kind of toothpaste are you it's getting? It's called like, like a generic? AIM. Yeah, generic. <laughs> generic. Gen- like uh, Not Tom's. I know Todd Barry nah. has a bit about that. No, Tom's is healthy. It's, 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 it's expensive. It's ugly. It, it take, your breath is garbage after that. But if you're saving, you're not putting chemicals in no, your body, you're right? You're driving that's a, that's people away is the yeah, point. Yeah, you drive people away, but you're going to live that extra couple days. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Colgate or Crest? Are you brushing your teeth these days, by the way? Bethel makes me brush my teeth. Yeah, it's the whole thing. You I, know, four out of five dentists survey. Reco- he went to like the fifth dentist who recommends don't even brush your teeth. What? Yeah. The yeah. dentist told me flossing and brushing your teeth is totally it's a joke. It, you don't have what? to do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm like, who, what dentist? But he gave, he said you should rinse with like that. The so rinse. I do a lot of rinsing. Do you? Yeah. I'm I rinse it, constantly. Man. Are you brushing your teeth these days? I do brush my teeth, okay, but what I, do you, I, with what? No, only I, anything. I like the one with a little teeth whitening. I'm worried my teeth oh, are a little yellow, so I, I and so no, but they're not. They're not good like compared to other people. But that's that's true. True. You don't want on auditions. There's like no, people with crazy. really white ass. You don't teeth. want those glowy teeth. Those look weird. The industry does though. Yeah, yeah I was watching <laughs> uh, over the weekend. They had my wife is in love with the Ten Commandments. That movie, which is weird because she's not Jewish at all, but she's so she's watching with the Charlton Ten Commandments. Heston. Charlton Heston. Oh, okay. So at the end, Charlton Heston's talking to like the Pharaoh's wife and some whatever the actresses from like <laughs> no, the twenties. No, she's smiling. Sparkling white. Yeah. Like, how do they do that in Egypt? Yeah. Sparkling right. white. They teeth. photoshopped it. <laughs> there was Photoshop back then in the 1920s. <laughs> no, I, I definitely would just go either. They're all the same. We're Crest. I don't know. Yeah. I, I used, used to, to like Aquafresh. Did you ever I like Aquafresh? Aquafresh? It's got the yeah. color in it. I yeah. like that swirly thing yeah. that hat started happening. But that's all bullshit. You're a marketing yeah. uh, sucker. I fell for the swirly. I, it, it looked like a taste. Neil is a marketing sucker. He'll, you know. Yeah, I fall for everything. Yeah. Do you know that the, the I had to stop buying the, I told you this. I had to stop buying the orange. You know how there's the Listerine, the big orange? Yeah. Because my mind couldn't process it. It's the same thing that happened with the Tide Pods. Like, in what? my mind, it was orange. I, I, do I drink this? Like, in my head. You I thought you were going to drink it? I, I just kept getting scared I was going to drink it because so, it's orange, and I couldn't. <laughs> I Like, is it sun-kissed? Is it, what, Wait, what am I, so what, are you going to go to the blue one? No, I went with the purple one. I did no you desire want- to drink. I didn't like <laughs> Fanta grape. If I liked Fanta grape growing up, I wouldn't, but I love sun-kissed growing up. You should get the uh, coconut flavor. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll never swallow it. <laughs> I, that is true. If they have it, I'm going to look for that. Smart. With the little shreds in your little. Ugh, I hate those shreds. <laughs> I hate those shavings. Get yeah, out of here. The <laughs> that, that's what I'm talking about. No, I'm with you. And it's a weird texture, too, oh those shavings. Yeah, and they get caught in your teeth have, like worse than popcorn. My wife puts on everything, like oh, a fruit bowl or whatever. Oh, oh, Neil. I had no idea, Neil. I could know how Gee, to talk What is she, a Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> Coca Nazi. Coca Nazi. What do you mean? What is she put it on everything? Like, you like, need help. They're right. in the bedroom with yeah. little shavings. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Ooh. Before I give this, uh, let me put this on there. Thank Let's do the next one. Toilet paper underneath or over the top how do you how do you you know in your toilet paper oh i never got the i don't get the difference you don't get the difference so either please or, explain either one. it to me please it goes to me neil 
no, okay, no. See what gonna say first. People are super, super picky about I'm this. Yeah. Super yeah, picky. Yeah. No, well, I'm you anal, put it so. on. Nah, and anal. It, it pulls nah. from the under or pulls from the over. I know, I, but what is the up or down? What's the positive or negative? It, uh, there's no difference in what happens. It's just, it's just some people feel a big difference. Like if it's coming from the over, they they like it makes more sense to them. Hmm. Yeah, it should be the over. I think it's the more. Uh, it's like sixty forty over, yeah. but I, I think the um, whatever. I'm an over guy. I and think I've I prefer had, under if we're doing it. He's, but because it, it hangs better. I just put it on. I don't think about it. I oh, just put it on way. the roll, yeah. So you never know what you're going to get over there. No, no. It's a Damn. land yap. It's a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting because most people are very uh, ah, particular. That shit will ruin but, your life. Wait, Life's too wait, short. Wait, what's Bethel? You were a janitor, I know you're, so what you'd put the yeah. janitor? I just what? threw it on. You didn't put it over? I just put it on. I didn't think Did about it. Did you ever notice anybody flipping it? No. Oh yeah, because I wouldn't have thought like oh, that looks different. I would just didn't know what it was. Oh, I flipped it. Every, I had one girlfriend who would come over and like she'd put it on. I flipped it's it. It's a control. Wow. You're a control freak though, so you'd have it over because you could control it. No, because under looks you right can't over. control it. Under you, it's shit just flies. It'll out. just keep flying out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's what okay. it is. You're a control Finally, freak. A well, reason. it also hit yeah, the. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's some there's different reasons. I mean, sometimes you, depending on how the thing is, it's against the wall and it's like sliding down the uh, wall. If it's on there, you know, there's some different. But you do a little count. You're like, I got to do one, two, and three. I'm trying to save a little money here. No, you just roll it out. I don't roll it out, but I don't go excessive crazy. Do you have a count that you do? Well, I mean, I. A rough, rough four or five. There we go. I knew it. No, it's a I rough. I knew it. Well, it's a length. You more don't than just a, go. I don't count them. Well, you just said you count. What do you four go or five? <laughs> what yeah, do you like? Just, you just roll. It's like a streamer. I yeah. never count them. It's not the ticker in the freaking old, you know, stock market thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're shitting with a green visor on. <laughs> Well, I got mad. Well, at what are you at your house? I got mad at paper towels. All of a sudden, my paper towel is like it's half now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Gina come? loves the half paper towels. I hate the half paper. towels. I don't towels. know why mm. I came from. What happened to the you know whole what I'm paper talking about? Of course. Well, see, I, I when I lived in a house with five guys, no one would buy paper towels, but I would buy them, and they would get used up in like two days because guys would just go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, well, when they weren't here, what were you using? Your sock? But they only use them because they're there. Right. So I think the half is good because it kind of stops you from using too many, but. I, it, you don't like them. The, well, you know why? Because sometimes you just want a full one, and then you pull it, and the thing goes half. Right, right. Fucking nuts. I hear you. But my wife loves it. Got it. That one, I gave her. All right. That's love. Compromise. Oh, you gave her the half? I gave her the half. All right. You have to buy the half. And it's hard to find them. That's so much easier to find full ones. And oh. so there's different, yeah. The bounties have the half. Yeah, bounties have yeah. the half. <laughs> Are you guys sober? It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you need a drink. <laughs> It's t- wait till you, you're in a long-term relationship. Oh, You'll be like bounties. Oh, yeah. under. <laughs> this is what you have to look for. Yeah. So uh, like, sounds great. Yeah. You're like, do you have a bounty in here? I heard What's bounty has toothpaste. Yeah. What do you mean we don't have aim? Uh, I'm going gay. Uh, you may have to. So, what is in your house to finalize this? Under or over? Uh, we are Bethel's over, so we had to do over. Ah, All right, so over it is. <laughs> All right, next how about, question. Next one. How about um. Um, getting ghosted or a text back why she doesn't like you. What do I prefer? Yes. Uh, that's a good question. I think it depends on the person, but I guess I would rather get the text back. Mm-hmm. If you, I really liked her and you get ghosted, that really stings. Right. It stings to hear what's wrong with you too, but at least you know. You want a closure. You want. Yeah, closure. yeah. You go because otherwise you're just racking your. What the fuck did I do wrong? Right. Did I say this? Did I say that? Did I do this wrong? Yeah. I think you got to give the text back, but that's not the way it goes these days, right? No, I'm a big ghoster. 
Yeah, you, I'd you do the ghost thing. I will ghost a, a friend of ten years. Oof. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I will ghost a lady, definitely. Oh, then that just means it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Though. I like. I would rather get ghosted because then if you uh, really like her, it's always out there. You get to hang on to it. Mm. And the pain is always there. Maybe you want that. Maybe pain? yeah. Maybe it'll be a screenplay, and you got something to think about at night, like that. But here's girl. what sucks about being ghosted. Now you're it's not getting awful. anything from her, and now you're sending things out of just sheer madness. Like, what happened? <laughs> Are you still there? Did I say something? And then you start kind of spiraling out, where you're like, "Fuck you, then blow me, bitch." You know. But if you get the text, that, that happened, that oh, happened, that's happened many <laughs> yeah. times. So, happened like, to me, and I've done. Wait a second. That was too real. Yeah, that was again. How therapy about that there. for a horror? movie ghosted like you uh, i've already been done it is yeah there's a movie out called ghosted oh Are you serious? You yeah there you go everything's been done the the, the hitting the ball thing's been done too the that, what that got done everything's been hitting done. the balls any kind anything oh. anytime you think you have an idea and you don't do it it's going to be done you might yeah as well just do it as fast as possible mm-hmm. wait right. uh did now when you ghost a person you've ghosted a girl before many times and then and then is there a do you like it? Like, is there a thrill? Like, you do it on purpose, or you no, don't give I just, a shit? I just don't want to deal with it and move so on. So she texts you, and you're like, ugh. Yeah, completely. And then she just keeps texting you. Yeah, and I've done it. It's happened to me, and I've done it. But so. when when do you when does when does she stop? Uh, like after eventually, like, oh, like a week or two. And yeah, then, and then she's just like, oh shit. Then every now and then, like a month later, I'll get a drunk text at four a.m. where she's like. You sucked anyway. Fuck you. I, you're, I'm better than you, and all that. And you're like, okay, I think it's over now. She got it out. <laughs> yeah. And then they, what if they show up at the comedy club and stuff? They will do that too, right? No, that hasn't happened. That's happened, but you just go, hey, hey. You stay around people. You don't get, on, get any alone time with them. We, well, yeah, I remember that happened. Uh, like Andy Hendrickson, remember Andy? So he, uh, yeah. he was like, literally his first. He passed at the cellar. His first weekend there, some girl shows up. Mm. Hey, what's up? You know, and she's looking for him. Like, it's a and he's like, it's my first weekend. They had to like usher him out the back door so there wasn't an incident wow. in front of SD. A girl that he ghosted? Uh, something. Wow. Uh, some, it went bad or whatever. That's the why you can't fuck bad. Judy Gold. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? All right, let's do this one. Big money. No. <laughs> Judy's looking for you. I would leave town. Yeah, oh, yeah. Judy was looking oh, for Oh, my me. God. We got to get her in here. She'd Definitely. Um, big money on the road for a week. Or a home for fifty percent of that money. Wait a minute. Like Sorry. you go on the road, big money gig. Unless this is a rough thousand bucks on the road for a week. Okay. Or two grand on the road for the week, and then half of that money. If instead of going on the road, you get to stay home, but you only make half the money. Ah, uh, I would go on the road. Uh, road guy, Neil. Staying home for half the money. I'd stay at home. You for don't half the say, money. sidekick. <laughs> Get out so of town. lazy. I was yeah. just going to stay at home with no money. To be honest with you, <laughs> just to be invited to the podcast. This is great. <laughs> what? You don't have to pay me. Depends that's my, on that's how big that money is. I guess. Hey, no, don't worry about that. That's because if you, someone pays me, then I feel like they're, I could get fired. So it's better I don't ever uh, get paid. That's a true sidekick mentality right there. You got oh, that I see. Right. <laughs> so you, it's all right. If you want to go on the road for a week, you can. I won't replace <laughs> no, you. I, I promise. I won't. I, I promise. Wink, wink. Like I won't road. replace you. <laughs> yeah, no, no way. Uh, <laughs> you come back with just a potted plant. <laughs> He's on time at least. <laughs> Neil potted. Aha! Uh-huh. There you go. Boy, uh, that was beautiful. All right. Headphones with a cord or no cord? I know what Neil's gonna say. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Oh. Norman and Neil bought Neil, Neil swears by him. Two I high love, fives this show. Still wow. using them? Yeah, those, those are pretty spectacular. Best thing I ever bought. Yeah. Really? Love them. Yeah. It's they when you 
pull them out of your ear, they pause, you put it back in your ear, they turn on. Damn, it's I pretty might have genius. To do it. There was a funny picture of what's his name, Rudy Giuliani, and he pat him on wrong. And I thought, I was like, how could the, I thought it, the picture was a joke. He had him pointed in and oh, pointed out. That's funny. Like, like a radar. Like yeah. Like a radar. But I don't know if it was a fake picture, but I was like, that says everything about Rudy Julian. Yeah. Right, let's do you, why, when are you going to get these? When, I don't know. Because like Apple's the, the only one. That, if someone else has to make them first, right? What do you like that's the right. wire for? I don't, I, I always feel like the, on, he won't the not use wire, Apple I'm hit interference. Yeah. And I try to avoid Apple products at all costs. Oh, I love Apple. So no one else made, it's funny, like Samsung doesn't make these. Not, they will. Apple. They will. Yeah. But this just shows you that who needs Steve Jobs? You know, we're still coming out with shit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He, that was a big one for them. I uh, found my Zoom the other day, by the way. <laughs> oh, God. That, that was a bad Damn call. It. Wait, is your wife Asian? <laughs> <laughs> is that her name? No, the Zoom was supposed to be the rival to the uh, iPod. Oh, the first Zoom. Zune, Z-U-N-E, Zune. and okay. it failed, like, complete. Too Zoon. Yeah. <laughs> Too Zoon. Well, there was a time when everybody tried to, like, come up with something. They all failed, and then finally they started figuring it out. Let's yeah. do one more while we have Mark. One year with a supermodel, okay? Pick your supermodel of choice. Or one year as a friend on a sitcom. Sitcom. Neil? That's a sitcom. Definitely. A oh, good answer. I, I mean, mean, come on. You have to take the the sitcom. And the supermodel, well, no. you still got to hang out with her. You know? <laughs> I'd, I'd like to just fuck her and stuff, but I don't want to ha- talk to her. There you go. Yeah, um, and the supermodels are not in right now. Once you get married, <laughs> like, they're no not, choice. They're not as popular in. as they... You know what I mean? Like, supermodel, there's too much blowback from a supermodel now. Really? Like, no one... Thinks great about you it. You don't it's have just to feed like, them that much. I know it's true. That's, no, you just, just put them in a broom closet. They'll stand there. <laughs> they don't yeah. take a lot of space, you know. Can I come out now? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and I don't right. mean you know you got to hang out with her like women suck. I mean I'm an introvert and I don't want to talk to anybody. Just want to get that clear. Yeah, that was that was real clear. <laughs> Wait, uh, what you didn't? What do you? What about you? Well, I'm married, so that's points. Oh, shut one. up. Once you get married, I, hate no, I would go do sitcom, that. of course. Okay, sitcom, of course. Just a friend on a. That's what you said. A friend on a sitcom. Yeah, friend on a sitcom. Why wouldn't you want to? Like, what kind of friend on a sitcom? I don't know. Next door neighbor. Kramer. Yeah, oh, okay. Kramer. like Kramer okay. without the material. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, let's do one more since I didn't like the way that one ended. That was. A, how about six hours of sleep and a nap, or eight hours full sleep? Eight hours is always the dream, just because it's so good. Boy, that sweet, sweet eight hours, but it's so rare. Yeah. I'm a big six-hour nap guy, but the nap is tough because you can't always get the nap in, and you got to make time for the nap, so I go eight hours. Good. Neil? But that, I do that, love a nap. That is a t- I know a nap is pretty exciting, but <laughs> I have to go with the <laughs> You like naps? Get out of here. <laughs> I can't ever take a nap ever, but it's so exciting, the fact that oh. I feel like I'm on – I feel like it would have to be a great place – that I'm in to take a nap. What do you mean? On the weekend, you no. watch golf. Like, yeah, but the, the 12th <laughs> to the 15th hole takes like two hours. Perfect nap. Yeah, but a nap's hard to come by. It's, yeah, you get it all. It, the, it's hard. So the, I'd the go stars with eight hours. Yeah, I yeah. like the six and two. I mean, that's actually the best. And then you go do a show like on a Saturday. It's unbelievable. You'll feel like refreshed. Yeah, like yin yang. But um, I don't think I'm ever getting eight hours again. I don't think I could sleep eight hours in a row anymore. So wow. like seven's my so limit. You're a and when the baby comes, I'm not going to get oh, anything. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's going to be naps galore. So I think I you, mean, a good six nap. and two would be fantastic. Uh, okay. I mean, it makes me like, I almost like cry almost when I get so excited about a good nap that's coming. Like I know yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's yeah. so Beautiful. exciting. But, oh, my wife but and I. I just listened to what Nick Nolte on Mark Marin or whatever. Oh, really? He, and he he did a thing. He told a story of like he he would cry when he played football. Because he was hmm. so excited about hitting people. 
<laughs> so you cry before you take <laughs> yeah, a nap? That, I was like, that's how I feel about a nap. I was like, oh Bethel's my God. Bethel's like, Neil's going. choking yeah, up. It I must be like, nap time. Just, I was like, oh my, <laughs> oh my God. You're like a baby. This could, this could happen. <laughs> a <like> real nap. <laughs> you guys take sleeping pills? No, oh, Bethel no, no. takes Ambien. I take like, them. You take you Ambien. Do. I need them. I can't turn my brain like, off. Like uh, what the um, Tylenol PM, melatonin, oh, wow. whatever. Yeah, that's around. what Bethel does. But do you do the Ambien? You crack it up. I'm take scared. The whole thing. Of, I'm scared of Ambien because I heard it. Uh, I've taken them before, so, but I heard it fucks with your memory. It, oh, it could also it yeah. really lowers your blood pressure. That's what happens. It can oh. be really dangerous if anything else is going on in your body. Oh, so Ambien. Yeah, I, I'm scared of Ambien too. But I can't. I wake up early. Like I can't sleep anymore. So oh. mine, I fall asleep and then I wake up at like three in the morning. Well, you go to sleep at like 10 o'clock at night. No, no, I go to sleep late, but I can't every three or four in the yeah, morning. Get, I just cannot go back to sleep. You get to That's 80. Awful. That's what happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is what you have to look for. Mark to. Norman is it's Mark Norman comedy dot com. Correct. Mm. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for coming today. Oh, we did. I got to do our Jesus one thing Christ. of the week. Sorry, I don't. This is a big closing bit. That's right. Good thing you were there. Sidekick. Thank you. We do a one thing of the week real quick. Okay. And it's one good thing you like this week or one bad thing you like this week. It could be anything at all. Any topic, anything. It's free form. Like, uh, what's your one thing of the week, Neil? Mine is, uh, uh, <laughs> I can't think of what it was. Really? My one thing of the week while you're thinking, you piece of shit. <laughs> Choking piece of shit. Uh, is the comedy boom. The, this com- I'm thinking about comedy now. We are right in the middle of the second boom of comedy. Yeah. The cellar is cooking. They're yeah. opening the cellar of Vegas. This this will be in full swing when we yep. this airs. Jermaine Fowler, our buddy's on CBS. Netflix specials up the yin yang. Joe List is on. We had him last week. Mm-hmm. Rachel, yep. Emmy, Kelsey Cook, Mark Norman, Joel Johnson, Aaron Jackson, all in one week. Yeah. I saw on TV doing yes. stand up. That has never happened before ever. I mean, this the, is crazy. The all boom, the tapings in one week. The booms have it has its problems. Don't get me wrong. It does. There's a lot of but, shit out there now yes. because they want content, so they're just putting on anything. But hey, I'm I'm happy we're having it. I'm doing I'm doing the road. More people are coming out. It's good for everybody. Yep. And uh, so. Uh, Neil, can you give me one? You had time to think there for I a minute. I couldn't think. I, cra- I couldn't think. No, Nothing? I have one. I have one. I, so I, I have this house in Pennsylvania. Oh, my God. Piece <laughs> of, this better be the bad thing of the week. This is the bad thing. Okay. What a piece of shit this house and, is. It's a money pit. Every time you go down there, something's wrong. With it's this, a gorgeous this, house, by the way. This time, the, the squirrels have literally taken over this house. They're in the house now. What? Oh. Yeah, yeah. So we go down there, and there's there's we have walnut trees. And they've taken all the walnuts, and they've just stored them everywhere, in the house. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Oh my God! So they're literally on. How they get in? I mean, I don't know. We don't know how they're getting in. But <laughs> a key left on the I, front door. There was a thing about how the, they don't remember where they yes, hide everything, which is how trees are made. Oh, did that, you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, what? they lose ten percent of their nuts, and that's how trees form. Ah, which yeah. is huh. which I found out it's totally true because there's fucking nuts everywhere. Bethel <laughs> left a. Cause we haven't been down there in a couple months, and Bethel left the Christmas tree up. Yep. And on the top of the Christmas tree is a is a walnut, but not eaten. They totally forgot this one. Because <laughs> 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 no, I kept finding the ones they forgot. I'm like, hey guys, you forgot this one. It's under the pillow in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's it. Uh, Mark, you got a good thing about? I thing can't tell if I like this or hate this, but uh, the Roseanne backlash is hilarious uh-huh. to me. I don't want to get all political, but I'm just saying, like, they're like, she's obsessed with Trump. That's so fucked up. And you're like, 
well, you know, Tony Soprano killed a bunch of people, and uh, <laughs> you know, Breaking Bad was a meth addict and all this shit. It is at some point just a television program. You yes, like it or, you don't have to watch the show for I, a exactly. million time. You and, know, but then they go, uh, well, she likes Trump in real life, and she's a bigot. And you're like, well, Walt Disney was a rabid anti-Semite, yep. as was Dr. Seuss, yep. and uh, you know, R. Kelly pisses on minors, <laughs> and we're all loving ignition. <laughs> so, like, get over it, move on. If this is the biggest problem in your life, you're doing pretty well. I agree. Yeah. All right. Mark Norman, marknormancomedy.com. Give us your Twitter. Mark Norm, at Mark Norm, one word. Instagram, same thing? Mark Norman, one word. <laughs> Some real estate cunt has uh, Mark Norm on Twitter, and I, I asked him to, to get I was like, I'll give you a thousand bucks. He goes, keep Keep going. And I said, fuck you. All right. Uh, Good yeah. for you. I yeah. like that. Good for you. What? They'll find you. Yes. They'll find you. You got 400 credits here that's ridiculous and, thank you and i think someday yeah. they're gonna find you big soon so uh thank you again for coming yeah, and thanks doing for this coming. Thanks for having a lot of fun a lot of fun and we'll see you guys next week praise allah <laughs> jesus is the season or whatever <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>